In Matthew 4.19, Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Join us in this conversation as we discuss following Jesus, leadership, and doing life with others. Welcome to the 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. Hello, and welcome to this episode of 419 Disciple Makers Podcast. My name is Beth Laurie. I am your host, and I am so glad to be with you today. I have with me a guest who has been here before, uh, Michael Jordan. He was on uh, one of our very first episodes back in August uh, 5th, 2019. And uh, Michael, we're so glad to have you with us. How are you doing, Beth? It's good to be back. Um, I enjoy uh, listening to these, and uh, it was a real treat to actually be able to come on and and tell some about my story and the impact that uh, discipleship training and and being in a group, what it meant to me. Yes, and for uh, the listeners out there, we would love for you to go back and listen to that episode that uh, Michael did. Um, but we also want you to know uh, Michael is the pastor of missions and community engagement here at Mount Pisgah. Um, he is a second career man. He <laughs> He's done a whole bunch of work already, and, and what's wonderful is the Lord did a deep work in him, and he ended up being fully called into ministry as a second career, and what a blessing it is to get to work and serve beside Michael and just um, truly feel the love of Jesus uh, when you're around him. Uh, he is a husband, he is a father, and he is a disciple maker. And so, Michael, it's just going to be a joy talking with you today and unpacking accountability. So if our listeners remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked with Michelle Gray to sort of get a women's perspective on accountability. Accountability is one of those topics that people sometimes push back on. I don't need somebody to hold me accountable. I need. To, I like to do what I want to do and that sounds like a lot of pushiness, uh, but actually accountability is so good for us. And so I asked Michael to come on today to sort of hear the men's perspective and sort of ask some of the similar questions and some new questions. And so, Michael, let's just jump right in with what is accountability? <laughs> what is that? Well, it was interesting as you were just kind of describing a little bit of the backdrop. Um, you know, men, and I'll, I'll just use me specific. I don't have to generalize. Um, you know, we're in trouble the moment we say, I got this. Um, and this notion that uh, uh, being a disciple and a follower of Jesus and and um, doing it as a game of solitaire doesn't work very well. Um, so when I stepped into a discipleship group after um, uh, resisting it for so many years, uh, I, the, the funniest part of the story is my leader told me he'd been praying for me for eight years to wow. step in. <laughs> But, you know, that's what it was called, you know, covenant group, discipleship group, but their accountability was part of it. Um, now, it helped in this particular instance that I already had a relationship with the, the leader and I, uh, I love him as a brother. So that helps a lot. But I think the, the first part of it is um, you have to be in relationship together. OK, and this 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 concept of living life on life, it, it, it's important. Um and accountability to me is it's a dynamic in a group or it can just be two individuals where um, you're transparent and you're honest and, and you're vulnerable. And um, if you think uh, your life's the only one that's uh, messed up from time to time, you just don't know the other person's story. Mm. So, you know, I, I think it started with the, the relationship. That, that's the, the big part of it. Um, 
So as a group, we began to, to form and step into it. One of the exercises that we use uh, in the, uh, the training is our spiritual journey, where we get a chance to kind of map out how we got to this point our spiritual journey and, you know, with the, with the hope and prayer that the trajectory is up. Um, I think to me, accountability is um, knowing that, you know, scripture comes alive through the, uh, the people that we're around. You know, we, were, we weren't meant to uh, do this on our own. So willingness to share, um, to be vulnerable, to be transparent, to be honest, and I think this is part of one of the other questions. Um, it's allowing someone else to speak into my life. Okay. When uh, so many times, you know, you go, okay, I've prayed over this and, and I've read scripture, but I really would like someone I know who loves me and who will tell me the truth. Okay. Um, when I'm faced with something and I have decisions to make or decisions about how I'm going to react to something. Um, and it goes both ways. You know, it, it's not a one-way street. It, it's a it's, it's a, a group where we um, feel like we can talk about anything, and uh, the people in that group will listen. Um, they'll listen in love and empathy, um, but you really want them to speak back into you. Mm, that's, so I think that's how I describe it. Yeah, that that's really a good insight. I, I liked the way you described the openness. Um, you have to want, right? You just you said that several times, you have to sort of want them to speak into your life. So that would probably be that first step, right, is you being open to saying, maybe there's things in my life I don't see, and maybe there's things, uh, places where I need to grow, and I would love you out of a relationship that we have together to be able to help me do the things that would form me more into Christ-likeness. Um, that's, that's a beautiful image. That doesn't feel... Uh, pushy or uh, difficult. It actually feels inviting. Yeah, it did. And and, and the, one of the interesting, um, I guess, kind of a, a, a concept behind it was, you know, we can share, but it's this notion of I'm inviting you to speak into my life. So you've been given permission. Okay. I mean, we, we'll hear things every once in a while. We can ask ourselves, you know, is this, should I step in? Do they really want to hear from me? And I think at the core of the accountability is not only the willingness to share, but I, I'm inviting you to speak into my life. You have permission to do that. Yes. And so that, that creates a very different dynamic. You know, you think about like everybody has a supervisor and the supervisor holds, you know, their employees accountable for the work they do. Um, and they want to do well, and it, it also is done in relationship, and it can be done very well. But it is very different to sort of go to someone and say, hey, you know, look at this part of my life with me. I'm going to be really open and honest with you, and I just, you know, want to hear. Um, and I, I can imagine that sometimes it is um, – it, maybe it's things we didn't expect to hear, but also sometimes it's very – you know, encouraging, right? Because they might be saying, hey, you're being really hard on yourself. You know, like it, it's, that doesn't mean it's always bad news, right? It, accountability doesn't mean that. No, no it's, it's interesting that you, you say that. I mean, coming out of the corporate world where you have this, you know, metric driven accomplishment, you know, mentality is uh, 
uh, one of those in my group would often tell me, you know, you're, you're really, really hard on yourself. You know, you're, you're beating yourself up and God's given you this grace and forgiveness. And, um, you know, it, you just learn more and more that, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's grace that's given. It's not earned. Mm. You know, so, so yeah, at least in my case, that was a, a, a comment I'd heard more than once. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that creates a whole really great dynamic of to where you're sort of being um, encouraged and lifted up and freed from the pressures that we're putting on ourselves, uh, you know, in, in different ways, because that's part of us becoming um, untangled from the world, right? And all the, you were saying, the corporate stuff that's maybe we've learned through the years or the family dynamics or whatever it is, and now just becoming free in Christ. So I love that. I love the way you've painted that um, for us. So I heard you say that you ask for accountability. So tell us more about that, you know, why you would want that. And like, does that, is it just one person or how did your group do it? You know, the, I think one of the, the underpinnings of all this also was um, confidentiality. Oh, you know, yes. and we talk about, you know, your willingness to share, um, you know, and you're going to go home after being with a group for three or four hours and you're going to get asked the question, well, what did you talk about? Um, you know, and, and just to understand that, um, uh, that deep conversations take place. I, if I had to describe, at least in my case, there were six guys, you know, all deeply committed Christians and wanting to grow in their faith journey. And when we kind of came into the group, life was going pretty good. And it is very surprising that almost everyone in the group faced some really life-shaking events across the next four years. Um, and and the, the safe space to be able to come and know you could ask some questions or pour your heart out and, and you know, and also know that they were praying for you. Uh, was 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 a big part of. They would reach out. So uh, that safe place. Um, it just turned out that you know God knew we were going to be there before we ever showed up, and there was uh, um, there were some really unbelievable uh, life sharing experiences that took place. There was one individual in, in the group that you know kind of said, "I'm always listening to these, and I don't have the hardships." And since we uh, ended as a group and and went out to multiply. Uh, multiple times we've gone over and prayed for him as he's had some very bad uh, physical challenges. So, you know, it, it, cre it created that environment where we could lean on each other and know whatever we said was going to stay in that room. Oh, wow. That sounds beautiful. So I hear confidentiality, safety, trust, um, you know, being uh, willing. These are all uh, beautiful parts that just sort of unfold over time. I, I, I guess that that grew right uh, over time as you guys were together. Yeah, they did. And, and, and the other one, I think we, we all know it. We talk about it. You know, life is messy sometimes, right? And relationships are are, are messy. And it was just, you know, there there was some um, there was some peace in knowing um, I'm not alone. Okay, uh, and I've got a place that I know I can ask anything of, um, and I'm I'm dealing with people that they would uh, they would drop whatever they were doing in the middle of the night if I called them and said I, I need you now. Yeah. Okay. No normally it would be I need your prayers now, uh, and I think the other really good part of of this was this wasn't um, I'll pray for you later. Um, there's no time like praying now. 
if, if somebody needs to be prayed over and something needs to be prayed for, um, do it now. Wow. Yes. That's beautiful. And that's um, so comforting to know that those those kind of um, people that you can trust, they will be on their knees praying for you right in that moment and, and would come over in a heartbeat. Um, that creates just such a sense of, of feeling loved. A few weeks ago, um, Alan and I had a conversation about grace and truth. And so I'd love to hear you talk about that related to accountability, because it sounds like there's a bit of both in there, right? There's there's the truth that we're given, and then there's the grace that we're given. So what does that look like? You know, I, I, I think it flows from the the understanding at the outset is the, the grace we get from God. Mm. Okay. And, and, you know, in so many instances, it's, you know, it's God inside of us. It's Jesus inside of us coming through to someone else. So I think the grace, um, and sometimes it might be easier in this environment because that's what you're there for, right? Is to understand that God loves you more than, you know, you will ever understand. He'll never stop loving you. He'll always forgive you and he will give you grace. So I think there's an element of that that, that, that starts out, um, you know, I think the other piece is um, when, when you know they care for you, they love you, and um, you, you realize that the same spirit lives in each, each of us, that there's this oneness that comes out of it. So um, you invite the truth. If, 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 it's a, if it's a canned answer or, you know, somebody just slides right over it, um, I think the environment in our group got to the point where I knew they would only be uh, speaking truth to me. Hmm. And sometimes it may be truth through scripture or truth through, through their eyes or through their experiences, um, but it was always helpful. And, um, and the, the day and time that we live in now, um, truth is very important. Yes. Yeah. We, we need that plumb line to come back to and hear. And sometimes we may not see, uh, right, something within ourselves that they see, uh, and so them being asked, able to ask questions, you know, even if the question is like, is that love? <laughs> you know, that's a truth question, right? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah there, and there were, there were times when you talk about, you know, my humanness and how I might react to something. Uh, I think that is one of the pieces that kind of came back as just this, this perspective of, um, you know, think about, um, you know, his commands and, and, and what he's uh, asked us to obey and and how we're supposed to interface with the rest of the world, even the people that are doing us wrong. Mm. So, yeah, I think there's times they could absolutely see the blind spots or when I was justifying my behavior or my attitude in a certain way that, uh, you know, it, it generally was, wasn't just one of them. Several of them could go, yeah, okay, I hear you, but... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and and I, I I'm sure that's uh, helpful because it's said in love, right? So even though it's truth, it's it's said in a way that um, is easy to receive. So I know another part um, that accountability can be used in um, in groups is for creating good habits, right? So maybe with personal worship or things that help us to do the things that we say are important, right? So talk to, what did that look like in your group or in the group that you lead now? How did you use accountability there? Well, you know, at the outset, there were times where it may have felt a little um, um, measured, 
Um, but, you know, at, at the core of that was this uh, um, belief that personal worship is the glue that holds it all together. Um, so there were habits that came out of, you know, you, you knew we were going to ask each other, you know, what was the last week like? You know, how was your personal worship? You know, what are the things that you're praying about? What, what are you struggling about? And there was always a lesson or a scripture that we were going after. So the, I will say at the start, it was, I'm going to keep up. You know, I'm going to be, a, I'm, I'm going to be a, a real participant in this group. And uh, it developed habits that, you know, weren't always natural. And, and I think the other piece is just to continue to, um, um, you know, think of it in terms of the world's going to hit you, okay, and it's, it's going to throw you off course every once in a while, and just you know you need to lead back, lean back into some of those spiritual disciplines and some of the the things you know I should do. I know I will feel better, and my day will be better if I do this, okay. Um, so part of that accountability was, you know, are, are you practicing some of the spiritual disciplines? Are, are, are you doing the work? Are you studying the word? Uh, are you coming prepared to have a conversation where you can uh, breathe into someone else's life and they can see Christ in you? So, I mean, it, it builds over time. The, the other part of the accountability that, that hit me, maybe it's about a year and a half in, was this notion that, you know, we're called to make disciples, Right. You know, and I think more of it is the steward stewarding of the discipleship process where I go, they're equipping me to do this again. You know, I, I'm going to be more disciplined and, and be more accountable for the fact that um, when, when we when we leave our time together and we'll stay brothers and we still meet and, and pray together. Um, I'm ex there's something expected of me. So that to me was another part of the accountability. Yes. I, I really love what you say, and I have seen this transformation actually happen in so many women, including myself. Like, you know, I remember thinking um, in the early days when I didn't have a uh, a daily time with God, thinking, oh, I, how can I add one more thing to my morning? I can barely get out the door. I got kids. Da, da, da. You know, you had all these normal rhythms of life, but I remember being— um, asked and encouraged those questions you just said how was your how was your personal worship this week how, how did you do what did you pray about what did you you know study and it's funny how i did not want to show up without being able to do the right thing uh, there was this drive inside of me to say okay i need to do this and now i'm going to be asked about it and so now i really 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 want to make the time and if that means getting up a half hour earlier, then it was like, okay. But but to your point, after that, after the discipline came the joy, right? Now I just was totally fed in my time with the Lord and my relationship with Him and my day is so much better. So it it went from being a have to to, begin, to becoming a, a want to. Yeah, it really yeah. changed. It did. And at least in, in, in the, the group we were in, and I'll tell you the interesting dynamic I've seen for people that have been in a group and heavily involved, and, and then they kind of get um, that groups, you know, break, breaks off and, and, you know, forms other groups. Um, those who don't, you know, either start leading or co-leading or get another group, how they feel this sense of being cut adrift. Mm. I've had I've had multiple people come back and said, you know, I would just I would love to 
have some conversations and have, you know, some level of accountability because I lost some of that because that was part of my group. Right. Yeah. Right. So we sometimes will get uh, lazy or fall off from the things that are uh, priorities to us without that, that sort of showing up and knowing that it's going to be an important question. Wow, this is this is so good. And I have to say, you know, just getting to talk with Michelle and now getting to talk with you, I, I was thinking there was a lot of similarities. But when it comes down to it, it really is so similar uh, to hear uh, how the men do it, how the women do it, why, again, we need this this particular space. Um, really good stuff. Thank you, Michael. I, I'm curious for our leaders who are, you know, struggling to make time for accountability in their group or encourage that either one-on-one outside the group, whatever they're trying to do, um, or, or maybe people who are out there who are trying to start some good habits. What advice or wisdom do you have for these listeners today? Well, I, I think one of them is, is be flexible. Okay, you you can have your lesson planned, you can be ready, you can know exactly what you're going to talk about. And we're going to get through this today. Um, and if, if something is presented to you, you should let the Holy Spirit guide you and go, you know, that's not what's important today. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one piece. I mean, you, you want to stay on track and you want to move. Um, I think sometimes the um, a, a longer session you know, so some groups meet for an hour, or hour and a half or two hours. Uh, in our case, we were meeting longer and it gave space for that. Um, there was another tool that we used at the end is each week we would talk about, you know, a scripture that meant something to us, uh, a person that was uh, on our missional prayer list, a situation in life and someone we were praying over. So it, it was a part of a, of a routine at the end you know, so we could actually have some of those conversations and then ask, you know, when we come back. So, um, I mean, there were, there were a lot of elements uh, that went into it. I, I, uh, I like that. And I, I think you just reminded me that that document is up on the 419 website. Uh, I think uh, it talks about the, the prayer request and it does. It asks those intentional questions. And like you were saying, then you'll know next week. Um, that that you'll be asked about them again, and that that will create those dynamics. Wow. And two of the pieces I, I would add is, as a leader, okay. One is is you have to model it. Mm. Okay? I mean, you have to walk in, and, and you have to. Um, I mean, the, 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 you're inviting the Holy Spirit, and you know God knew that you would be there, but you can create an environment, okay, where. Um, there's time and there's space for it. Um, and in the early days is, is model it. Model it. Yeah. yeah. The more- that's what we're doing, right? We're modeling the methods of the master. So. Yes. The methods of the master. And the more transparent and open and invitational to accountability we are uh, as leaders, then the more others will follow. Oh, excellent wisdom. Michael, it has just been a joy and a privilege to uh, have this time with you today. Thank you uh, for coming on as our guest and reminding us of the importance of accountability and uh, the joy that we can actually even find in doing it. Amen. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes. And so uh, for those still looking for more resources on accountability, please go to the 419 Uh, disciplemakers.org website. There you can search um, accountability. You can find the resources that Michael mentioned and several other things 
Um, you can also find the podcast that Michelle Gray did uh, for the women. And also, I wanted to just encourage you to share this with a friend or maybe with your discipleship uh, group or anybody else that you know who is seeking to be a follower of Jesus. Accountability is a good thing for us. It is a gift from God, and we are blessed to be able to journey with others as we are walking each other home. So until next time, uh, we will see you. Michael, thank you again, and God bless you. For more information, check out our website, 419disciplemakers.org.